Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and gamers of all ages. Hey, cuties. Hey, yeah, it is us, <laughs> the sexy motherfuckers behind microphones, the Blunt Force Gamers. Thank God Christmas is over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now it's time for our last episode of the year. Of the decade, gents. Of the decade, that's right. Oh my oh. god, it's about time Ooh. for the Roaring Twenties. It is. I'm, I'm, you know, if... You got the hat Actually, for Actually, this might be the first of the decade at the, at the point. Nope, nope, nope this, this is, is the last one of the decade. You okay. know, if, like you say, Goblin, uh, this 20s keeps in tandem with how the last every 20 years have been in this country, I think we're in for some good years. Maybe some good, a uh, little bit of a renaissance here, which we could sorely use. We, we could use some hey, good times. As long as the 30s don't match the last 30s. Oh, thank, yeah. Good caveat there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So, uh, our topic uh, for the end of the year... Which is a good one. Is a good one. Yes, and it, it is. is an important topic. It is how to keep your game group inspired <laughs> and interconnected and ready over long hiatuses. Alright, can I take point on this one? Oh, and real quick, a uh, message from our sponsors... Real fast, I, I know we, we we haven't been you know sponsored before in the past, but uh, did you get Tim Curry? No, we did not get Tim Curry, oh. and uh, the Rooney was happy with uh, the way uh, I marketed them to a degree. Except uh, Trader Joe was a little uh, disappointed in the fact that I was talking about the lack of a mouth that he has, and he's a bit of a shapeshifter. So <laughs> our new sponsors um, for the end of the year, because uh, well, Naruni, they're they do what they do. Yeah. So, uh, I would just like to pass on a message from our uh, sponsors. Yeah. Swatters. Swatters. Own a piece of history and beat people to death with it. It's uh, available in Diamond City. Just ask for Mo Cronin. He sells every swatter available in oak, teak, and mahogany. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's baseball. America's pastime. And did you know that uh, in American baseball, whenever somebody won a game, they would go to the family members, everybody they'd murdered, and have their card signed by the, the uh, significant other of someone, and it would go into uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. They, they actually used to catch bullets, real bullets, with uh, their baseball mitts. Huh. So, yeah, you just ask Mo Cronin, and he can give you a, a great... Uh, History lesson. Very much so. A great history lesson on the uh, beloved pastime of America, baseball. And remember, bias water. Available in Diamond City. Well, I might have to go pick up one of those teakwood baths. That sounds pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what we might have to do before I get going on this? Huh. The intro. Let's roll that intro. Fuck yeah. Here you go. Feeling tired at the gaming table? Want to hear foul-mouthed jackasses poke fun at gaming companies when they screw up? Want an honest, street-level opinion from a team of gamers that call it like it is? Then Blunt Force Gamers may be the podcast for you. Listener discretion advised. Strangers in the night, exchanging clothing, dooby-dooby-doo. I want Jojo! 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 <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, having your game group survive a long hiatus. I was very, very surprised when my game group recently, which moniker is a part, Hi. survived a little over six and a half months of hiatus. Oof. Yeah, we did. And they came back together and gamed and... The great fearless leader of the group uh, felt like he was not the same person who created the character, came back the next session, which we did uh, two weeks ago, and had a wonderful time, felt like he was back in the groove, and now, tomorrow, I need to run an end-of-the-year campaign for them, and yeah. Oh, yeah, that group. I pulled a string. Yeah, yeah. Remember, kids, if you find a random doll in your backpack, yeah. do not pull the string. <laughs> you know, we, we might actually have to do an episode in the future of player survival tips. Uh, just for individuals like him, like... We're gonna have to uh, Ludovico all shaver and... Or, uh, Tintho sent. <laughs> is, it a, is it a magical item? Yes. Identify it first. 
Duh. Right. Is there something written on a wall? Get your teammate to read it, not you. <laughs> I'm a rogue. Clearly I can be a fighter against a shambling mount. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Remember, now it's, I'm a rogue. I can totally be a wizard. Yeah. I can tank this, mate. <laughs> so, yes, uh, my group survived merely from their own ability. Because I was trying to get the schedule going and holidays and all that bullshit. It's been a roller coaster since, like, what, October? <laughs> Basically, so we did an October event, which ran as a Halloween event. Dollhouse. Yeah, the Dollhouse. My version, which was a psychological thriller for where you guys went into. It's a doll uh, house. Let mighty mighty all hang out. So yes, a big part of that is my job I had gotten back in March uh, really threw my game off. So we went on hiatus for the summer, which really worked out because we had some guys out on deployment. We had... You know, so much stuff going on. But we came back, and merely because we had a way to communicate with each other, the Facebook group, everyone still was engaged, wanted to play, and it was really under their own volition, and I just tried to be accommodating for schedule. So that's one of the big things that I think could really help your player base save, unlike my other group, my B team, which have resigned themselves to, well, it's been almost... Uh, yeah, it's been just over nine months now, and they're just like, yeah, we're not planning to get that group together, because it's been so long, they've found other things to fill their Fridays with. So I'm just like, well, okay, I understand. Besides, that storyline started to go nowhere, but, you know, it's a difficult thing to try and get your party to survive a long hiatus of months, or in some cases, years. Yeah, and, you know, like you mentioned, you know, the holiday time is a very big, uh big time for this. Like, scheduling can get really fussy during the finals. October through January months. Well, you got finals, you have uh, workplace shenanigans, you've got, of course, the holidays coming up. Weather. Yeah, you know, what, weather. Especially I mean, around here. Yeah. Well, uh, fuck, imagine being in the Midwest right now in a D&D game. Alright, yeah. We don't have it so bad compared to those poor guys. I mean, like, <laughs> you could be like literally one of those guys like back in my day I had to drive through four feet of snow just to role play <laughs> you know because they've that been getting dedication. it like crazy for uh, the last few years over there on the other side of the Rockies so you, of course you got inclement weather that can make things kind of dicey evil. dicey <laughs> dun yeah, you see what I did there? He did. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that that's one of the things. And, like, I know I'm the I'm getting to be the mid-range GM here. But uh, I'm definitely going to toss it over to you there, Gob, since you are El Senior, uh, El Presidente Jefe GM. Uh, El Presidente is not smoking a cigar right now. He should be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I would have gotten those clipped. I just wasn't sure if you guys wanted to smoke them today. I didn't oh. want to break the wrapper so the flavor wouldn't go out. The wouldn't have, you know. Well, yeah, but I don't, dude. Have you like smoked a cigar in a house this small? No, I haven't. You would see Kazakhan turn blue around the gills, man. It would just be smoke everywhere. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. when we first moved in here, I had a victory cigar, and mm. yeah, the that was the first time the house started smelling like you know smoke. That, yeah, when I moved in, I, I used to live in an apartment about this big, and I had a like a Don Diego, which is a really good cigar, even for ten bucks. And I'm smoking my cigar in the living room, and I'm like, I don't care if it's November, I'm cracking a window. Uh huh. Because just so much smoke. Yeah. Well, you think about it, you got almost a uh, square inch of lit material. You know, cubic half inch maybe. That's just generating smoke. Yeah, it's just like if it was a bigger place, no problem. Like I've never had a problem smoking a cigar in an actual house. Yeah. But in a fucking heated coffin like this. It would look like a nineteen thirties board meeting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to sell more. But anyway, um to get back on topic, uh as the what did you just call me? The old GM? The elder Senior. GM? Senior. Senior GM. Senior. Old fag. I am El Presidente of GMing. Jefe. <laughs> I will fuck you up at my game table. Which reminds me, speaking of El Presidente and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's a bad idea uh-huh. if I go into business for myself because I've got this great idea? I should make box cutters. 
right? Okay. You know, kind of like those ones where you get the, the metal with the little tabs in it, so when the box cutter starts to go... Um, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it goes dull or chipped, you can just snap off the end, and boom, fresh blade. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about getting one of those, but for my branding, to really get the uh, the the attention of people, Ready? Yeah. you know, I'll name it El Guerra Loca. I mean, La Guerra Loca. <laughs> and Blasphemous is losing his shit. It's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. That's like my other product idea I wanted to make. What's Guerra? I know what Loca is, but... The Crazy Blonde. Oh. Okay. Look up La Guerra Loca. <laughs> okay. okay. And Cartel Wars. Yeah. Yeah, she did not die well. <laughs> not at all. But, yeah, box cutters, La Guerra Loca. But the other idea I had for a product... And I know Blasphemous won't like this, you know, probably, but the idea was to make beer, right? And I call it La Llorona Beer. La Llorona Beer. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you know what I'm getting with this, right? Because it's not for kids. <laughs> See, I would make a hard alcohol, maybe a, a silver tequila. See? Because then, you know, I'm selling you spirits. <laughs> and it's clear water. There, yeah, yeah, there you go. Maybe like a clear tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Silver, silver it's called silver. Mm, yeah. All right, so as the elder here, I would have... And I'm going to go back to uh, when we recorded this previously. and Our false attempt. Our, our bad attempt. This is week two of catching up on our previous weeks of shit going wrong. You don't point a knife at me. Oh, shit, he's got a knife. I have a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> The look on his face was fucking priceless when he got it. Too. I did not expect a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> Full size, gas powered. I finally got my chainsaw. And that's going to help uh, the game group stay together <clears throat> for sure. Now I can <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> and to, uh, to bring it up back, Fulcer, because I'm dig- digressing here. I am. Anyway, to bring it back full circle, the idea I had to keep your group together is during the holiday season, especially, and uh, these guys have encountered it in previous game sessions when I was running uh, World of Darkness especially, mm-hmm. is I would embrace social media as kind of a side platform. And I kept it, my primary purpose was to keep it open in case a player had a question. They're like, hey, can I buy this? And I'd be like, oh, well, it's downtime. Yes, you can buy it. Or no, it's not available kind of stuff. Okay. Basically, a direct line to ask the GM any question you want. That is, you know, you can private message me or just public message, whatever. Because if it's a public message and they have a question, you're like, oh, hey, when's uh, this specific event coming up? Well, if that's a public answer that I can give, then all the players would know. Yeah. You know, they could re- reference this at any time. And it's pretty convenient because you check it whenever you feel like it. Yeah. You know, instead of sending... Instead of sending direct phone messages when you don't know if somebody is awake or at work or with the family or watching movies, whatever, they could just check it on their own time. Yeah. And one of the things I did during this uh, event, especially with World of Darkness, is I also do news stories. Yeah. You know, you just mean, random like, news stories, you know, like such and such company, you know, went up in fire, you know, or there's a, this event coming up or traffic is really bad, just whatever news stories. But at the same time, if it's a downtime uh, scenario, like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, or Pathfinder or any of those games, one of the things you could do is, especially if you see downtime coming up, you're like, okay, Halloween's going to be a week away, then we got to worry about maybe one game session between now and Thanksgiving, and if we're lucky, we'll have one game session between then and Christmas. So if you go into a downtime mode, you can be like, okay, your characters are all in downtime, so once per week... Uh, for the next few weeks, you know, while your characters are wintering it or researching things, send me something over the social media network or Discord, and tell me what your character's up to on downtime. We'll make a few rolls on in the, on the back end, and I'll tell you whether you succeed or fail. And if so, by how much? Exactly. So, during downtime, that'd be a great uh, tool. Not just during the holidays, but when you're having any sort of downtime where the game group can't get together for any amount of time. Be like, hey, Send me a message, update it weekly. If you do not send me a message, you get no XP, and I assume your character's just sitting in a tavern, putting around. Yeah. But if you're, you know, send me a message and tell me, oh, well, for this next week, my character is going to make a profession check, horse grooming. 
Hmm. All right. So it's downtime. That way, your character's still making money. They're still getting experience. They're still interacting with the world. They're still interacting with the other players and or the GM on a regular enough basis to keep the storyline, the plot, and what their characters are doing still at the forefront of their mind. That's a good idea. Yeah. So during downtime, I think that'd be a great way to uh, instigate a little bit of a poke to the ribs and be like, hey, game is still going. Things haven't completely frozen. You can still do stuff. And that way, when your players do come back to the table after New Year's is over, they can pick up right where they left off. Because it's still there. I mean, at least once per week, you're still getting them to think about game, even if it's only for 15, 20 minutes. Hmm. I think the modern ability of embracing social media really works well for that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's proven definitely well with our campaign, Blasphemous. Um. (laughs) You know, it's yeah, having that Facebook page. It's private for just the invited members. Yeah, and it's it's a nice hub for everyone to you know work out their schedules and uh, say what's what and post ideas about what we can do. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a whole lot of that, at least that I've seen. But you know, yeah, it, it happens. It's of use. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I noticed, and you know, full deja vu moment. But I noticed that like weekly games. Like a game group that's already set up for every week, mm-hmm. they suffer more, or at least in my experience, suffer more for longer hiatus. Like if they can't go for three, four, five sessions worth of normal time, yeah, people start forgetting what they were doing, where they were, and even with a detailed note taker, that's not guaranteed. It kind of fucks up with your natural gaming biorhythm. Yeah, and that's kind of where where I've noticed most of the trouble comes from. It's like, I'm used to remembering these things. I'm used to, okay, it's about time for game. Let's see, we were were doing this thing in this area. We were in a dungeon, and the last few things we remember were so-and-so. I think part of it stems from the fact that when you're doing gaming weekly, you really don't have to put stuff so far into, like, your... Deep term, your deep term di- mental Rolodex, because you're going to be gaming next Saturday anyway. So you'd be gaming one Saturday to the next. You give your catch up time to figure out where you were, even if you like completely spaced out. There's less note taking going on, but you still come in Saturday. There's guaranteed to be two, three people there who's going to remember what the fuck was going on and catch you up. Yeah. Whereas if you're playing like once a month because of like adult schedules or something. You're gonna be like, well, we got. Where's our note taker? Is he here yet? Because you got. You're more dependent on somebody to take down long-term processing notes, or that one guy who remembers everything to catch you up. And so I think Cass is right that the more a group plays during a month, so if they're like a a, a weekend group, they're gonna have more struggles with that longer hiatus than a long-term group that only plays once per month. Yeah. Right. And like on the same note, you know. And this is unfounded science, this is all anecdotal, but, um, like, those long-term notes, you know, those long-term sessions, like, once a month, once every other month, they're gonna survive a hiatus, like, it's nothing. Because they already have to wait that long for schedules to line up. They basically just like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Memes are being passed around the microphone. Oh, no, just a, a thing actually messaging my group about tomorrow. For our airship? Yeah, because these motherfuckers decided, <clears throat> and it's a thing that, that I allowed them to do so that, you know, it could take up a bunch of time and move the clock in-game a lot more than having to rely on time dilation. Uh, they are building a town and custom building an airship that looks like a boat and does not have a giant stupid balloon on it. That is such <laughs> a stupid idea, though. Yeah. Well, when I bring a Mr. NPC into your game, he will vocally uh, pronounce his displeasure at a boat-shaped vessel. It literally started because the fearless leader of the group, the Jiggly One, suggested that they buy a boat. Hi, Jiggles. Hi, Jiggles. A boat specifically so they could travel across water. And then someone suggested, why just limit it to traveling across water when you can travel in the air? So they wanted to have a boat and an airship combined in one. I'm still petitioning for it to be called the uh, HVS uh, Boot of Faith. 
I'm still petitioning to have a certain character that has yet to be played, God damn it, Blasphemous, <clears throat> to show up in her, um, how I dare say, Black Locust with two twin-mounted side uh, cannons on either side which fire meteor swarms six times per round and show them how warfare is really done when you're flying across the jungle line with the soundtrack of Painted Black being played very loudly. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to have to spec them all into epic. They're going to have to gain about five levels in a day. She's only level one. Just to keep up, because it's one of your builds. Yeah, it's one of your characters, Gobble. <laughs> <laughs> what? My characters aren't that powerful. Oh. Well, most of the time you choose not to take it to that extreme, but you are very capable of that, as we have seen. Yeah. Mr. Modest. <laughs> <laughs> it is not my fault that the king owed me 500 gold pieces, and it was the principle of the thing, and that's the only reason why I nuked this kingdom. Wait, hold on. Did you calculate interest into that? Well, no. And, you know, I didn't get the money back, but I got the satisfaction of leveling a mountain range. But <laughs> it was the principle of the thing. He owed me money. And would not pay. So 65,000 gold pieces later, I showed him the error of you should pay. The error of his people's way. <laughs> it's not. I know the way. Hey, if, he's people, not doing my if his people were less loyal to him and more loyal to me, they might have survived. <laughs> but a Jericho missile is a hell of a thing. You should have been playing uh, the Tax Man by the Beatles as you launched it. Yeah, I'm the Tax Man. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they're, they're buying a boat. And your group has actually, even despite your excessive hiatuses, has managed to stay together for the most part. She is amazing. Can I say part of that is, I think because everyone in this group really gels well together, and so. Yeah, it, it definitely took a bit to find the right group. We had to let uh, someone go, and then we brought someone in on recommendation to the rest of the group, and y'all have really just come together and you know when you're in character and when you're not and even in combat especially when i gave you guys that broken broken ability which might be really what's bringing everyone back together to play around with it more of tandem attack yeah <laughs> i do like a tandem fun. attack yes that's uh one of the things the gm should be careful of is custom building shit you can break a game easy peasy the alternate is that you adjust to it so you've given them this power and they're going to abuse the ever-loving shit out of it and then the enemies so, have it the enemies have to also become tougher or more robust I yeah know. well I damn near killed them all again <laughs> wrecked them damn near killed them <laughs> one of them just went ahead and was nice and killed himself yeah <laughs> what a what a fucking idiot thing to do. <laughs> Poor Tempest. Is it magical? Yes, I pull the string. Do you know what it does? Nope! <laughs> <laughs> he seriously had to survive, or he had to make a, was it, DC 15 check to know everything it did. I, still. Still. I just... Uh, okay, anyway, back to topic. Back to topic. Yeah. <laughs> back don't be, did you just say don't be a baka? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, weeb responsibly, bro. We're already at our Shoda quota, right? <laughs> the Shoda quota. The Shoda quota returns. <laughs> Iku. And that is one reason I still won't watch Najima. <laughs> I fucking hate that anime. <laughs> Uh, Once I realized what it was, I, you know, like the first handful of episodes, I'm watching Jima with my girl at the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool, you know, and hey, uh, the one with the silly hat, I like her, she's pretty cool, you know, I, I like the, the spunky gal with a lot of energy, and then wait a minute, he gets magical powers by being kissed by girls, but he's 11 and they're all like 17. Here in America, we call that illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Plus he's their teacher. That's like double illegal. <laughs> I suddenly feel very awkward about being a, a fully coolie fan right now. So, yeah, I was watching that anime with my girl, and then one day, I was like, babe, I can't watch this anymore. And she's like, well, why? And I was like, this is like too fucking pedo. <laughs> okay, I can handle some weirdness to my anime. I've seen a lot of weird animes, but this. 
This is just... Oh. <laughs> okay, show to quota's filled. Let's All get right, back. All right, show to is now filled. Let's continue on. It's hard, it's throbbing, we're going back on topic. Right. Let's get all juicy with this shit. Mm. <laughs> Alright, who's up next for the tidbit. long hiatus? Hiatuses. Hiatus. How do you say How do you pluralize that? Hiatus? Hiatus. hiatus. Okay, so it's like moose. Yeah. Yeah, it's like moose. Yeah, you see. Moose. Except moose is invincible. <laughs> I've seen the street signs. Dude, especially if it's in a room. You up. Especially if it's in a room eating walnuts. <laughs> I'm the only one who have ever beaten that game. Yep. That, that is one of my proudest gaming moments. I beat the moose in a room eating walnuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> There's my little personal glory. Personal glory. But, uh, uh, if we want to get into personal glory, and I know he's not listening, but hey, I'll see him in February anyway. My personal glory is surviving five games. That's like being five-time champion. <laughs> All right? Five games I survived by playing a Wraith Raider in Slay Industries with a sadistic GM. <laughs> and up until that point, a Wraith Raider survivability was two games. Because huh. apparently they had a tendency to die really quickly in his games. So when I made it to five, that is like... I should get a fucking belt, right? <laughs> I have just won a gaming table ladder, ladder and chair match with Jericho and the fucking Dudley Boys. <laughs> oh, God, the Dudley Boys. God. Right. I, you know, I'm like, I got my belt, dude. I played a Wraith Raider five game sessions and didn't die. Didn't even come close to it. Nice. Pow! All right. Fuck and Slay that. is hard because Slay, the way they've got the rules set up is very realistic. You take a bolt to the, your head... It doesn't matter your level. Character's dead. You're dead. I'm you get shot dead. in the head. You are fucking dead. That's it. You know, it's not like Dungeons and Dragons where you got like 15 arrows stuck in the side of your face and you're like, I'm fine. Still got hit points. No. In Slay, you get shot. It fucking hurts. <laughs> like, you see people like, at their character sheets like, my character got shot. And you're like, yeah. They're like, oh, fuck. One more bullet and I'm fucking dead. <laughs> like, you take a bullet and you're crippled. Holy crap, he's a crapple. It is not a forgiving game system. Uh, to keep people, though, on point during hiatuses, there's also side games during hiatus. Oh, yeah, total bullshit campaigns. Total bullshit campaigns. Say yeah. uh, you got a group of five players, but only three of them can make it to the table to have responsibilities elsewhere. Run a bullshit game on the side. Yeah, that's... A... Or, or have yeah, one of them one. play... Or one of them do the, D the GM's seat. Yeah. Very, it's like, you know. you know what? We're here... UGM. Run us like a one-shot. Go. Yeah, musical DM chairs. Huh. Just, you know, I think one of the things, though, to really keep your players invested during a hiatus time, I mean, other than embracing uh, social media or running bullshit campaigns, is to find a way to keep your group involved. Yeah, which was kind of what the point I wanted to make is... Um, I'm going to try to remember as much as I said the last time I recorded this. It'll but, come naturally. Yeah, but uh, one of the things you could do as a GM... Um, if five time Wraith Raider champion, five time Wraith Raider champion. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? What you gonna do, brother? All right, continue. <laughs> on. I was just having my glory moment there and <laughs> but feeling what, good. What, what, what you could do is, um, so you're in a hiatus. You could, uh, if you do have, um, are utilizing social media, which you really should in this day and age to keep your group together, um, maybe send out like a, uh, Kind of get in character in a little bit. Send out a message to the group and say something along the lines of, um, It has come to the attention of the king that there is a spy among his ranks. He does not have time to uh, sort the matter out himself as there is trade disputes and a war going on. Therefore, it is up to you to come up with a way to flush this rat out of his ranks. You know, something that gave your players to look forward to. You know, give them a... Uh, maybe out of the blue, a little story hook that they can be thinking on and dwelling about until they get to Game of Next. Because uh, they'll get yeah. really psyched, you know? Yeah, we, we did talk about that last time we recorded this episode poorly. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of the things we talked about was to throw out a hook. Yeah. You know, like, the, you know, hiatus is coming up, you know, like Halloween is just over, Thanksgiving's around the corner, whatever the, the case may be. Maybe it's a summer break coming up, and one of your games group people is taking the family out of uh, the country for a little while is just 
sit there and be like, all right, you know, we're headed towards some downtime coming up. We got some gamers going away, and boom, big fucking hook on the table. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or one of the things I thought of, um, I just thought of right now, you could do is um, also like drop it on the social media again. You know, uh, while out questing, you get a notice that your uh, base of operations, someone has gone in and stolen all your stuff, and they've left a note, maybe with a strange sigil on it. And, well, of course, every player absolutely hates and reads at the thought of their precious loot getting stolen. It is so ironically funny that, like, the group can literally march into a village full of innocent people, murder the shit out of everyone, desecrate the corpses, and run around with crowbars and pick up anything and everything of value and just completely just destroy and demolish everything in the Just path. completely immorally. <laughs> completely immorally and then walk out of town feeling still like somehow morally smug and you know they go to their campsite but one fucking thief shows up and steals a wineskin from them and they lose their shit (laughs) are you telling me uh role players have a sense of a double standard they do it is amazing (laughs) what how, how fucking phenomenally irritated a game group will get if a thief sneaks in their uh Camp at night, yeah, and just plunder something. Any like, one thing, it could be five thing. gold. Like it could be a great sword. I I had like uh, horse thieves come in and steal horses from the game group in the middle of the night. They abandoned their entire goddamn quest to save the realm, to track down these horse thieves and torture them mercilessly with a claw hammer. <laughs> it's just a. If, fucking seriously, it is amazing the links player characters will go to if somebody like gives them a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm surprised with my game group because they came back. They had been stuck in the dollhouse. Well, you know, their horses are just gone. They never said, "I look for the horse's body." No, they're just gone, gone, and they they just left it be. And then they tamed a fucking. Uh, dire bear and decided to ride that out. Which reminds me, uh, I have the perfect wallpaper for Jiggles. It's earth, fire, water, bear. (laughs) (laughs) Roar. Roar. He's on the disco. I know. Uh, Yeah, to keep your group together, though, it is amazing. I mean, really, if you have something coming up and, like, a big fucking hook to drop on the table... You know, be like, oh yeah, we got a hiatus coming up. Your characters have, you know, gotten back to a village or whatever. You're bunking down. And surprise, you know, a cut purse stole your coin bag. Yeah. If if you have those players who really do embrace that weird double standard of don't do as I do, and if you do as I do, I will fucking destroy you. Yeah. Uh, If you have one of those players in your group, swipe their horse. They will be thinking about the next time they come into your game session and fuck shit up for months. Yeah. You know, if you drop a hook on the table that really grabs your uh, players by the cockles. Cock. And cockles. Ah, oh, my cock six! <laughs> you know how much fun that word is to say with an angry British uh, voice? I can imagine. Oi, my cock six! <laughs> your cock itch? What? My cock six! It hurts, mate! Oh! <laughs> By the bloody monkey scroll to my coccyx! <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, funny you mentioned, like, the, the UK. I found, I got a note on my phone, because I monitored the, the Wix site. Right? Is the Queen sponsoring us? No. Damn it. Please sponsor us. But we did Your get Majesty. hits in Ireland. Oh, yeah, we always get hits in Ireland. The first time I've seen one. Oh. I've seen plenty of weird spots. Hey, I... I like I've said in past episodes, man, I've shit on Ireland a lot, but these days it's out of love, more out of hate. <laughs> you know, it's the Americanized Irish I have a problem with. The Irish Irish people, though, <sighs> they cool. They cool. And besides, I used to love that one video of this Irish dude trying out, uh, and he had to have it imported. Yeah. Um, air quotes, accidentally. <laughs> Uh, he managed to get a hold of a bottle of Everclear. Oh. And he's like, this is the strongest drink they've got in America, you know. But yeah, Janine looks at the label, he's like, we're going to start this one slowly. <laughs> 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 Hearing an Irish guy talk about drinking in moderation is actually really humorous. <laughs> and man, they got fucked up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Everclear actually Canadian in origin? I'm not sure. Okay. 
Not that it matters. I'm just curious. I, I just know it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> I, I drink stronger now because Speak, I'm a mutant, but whatever. Speaking of Irish and uh, Everclear, I, my first encounter with Everclear was with that, uh, what do you call it, that jungle juice or something that McKay made? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For uh, Sparta's bachelor party? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That was a... Uh, one glass of punch is four glasses of nut. Yeah, I can see why they call it punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, though, to keep your characters on point during a hiatus moment, like, you know, for me personally, I just keep them on point. Keep the game in their head. Yeah. Yeah. If you drop a good enough hook on the table, your gamers will come back to the table. They'll lay down their character sheets, and they will remind you of what's going on. Even though you're supposed to be the one responsible for this shit as the GM. That just which, means that you did your job sneaky. Which mm -hmm. is what, one, Goblin is very good at. And two, GMs should aspire to be able to do. And it's what I've gotten my C-team to do. Hell yeah. They remember more of what happens than I do. Besides the fact that we have a documenter. But I'm talking every individual person. is like, oh yeah, we're doing this, we're doing this. I need to do this, I need to buy this. When do we level? How many? How much XP do we got? Let's go looking for some. Oh my god, that's gonna kill us. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> for as much as we gel together, that's not to say we're not, um... <laughs> uh, totally, uh... Rational when we come with some of our plans. We are a little on the reckless side, but hey, it's led to some subjectively funny encounters and instances. <laughs> I mean, you guys have blind faith throws, you have the boot of faith... Yeah, for whatever reason, the blind faith throws came back in on Saturday. Uh, Jiggles, his character Crixus, just apparently the heroist really likes it when he just starts th randomly throwing shit at the enemy. He just he, <laughs> that must just tickle his fancy. The dice do not love your rogue for sure. <laughs> oh, my paladin? Yeah, no. I no, no, I'm talking about the rogue. I'm over there playing uh, Star Trek Online, oh. and even I can hear it after a while. Like shit, shit. Shit! And I take off my headphones and I look over and there he is, just dice roll after dice roll, fucking up. Well, and he has like five different sets of dice in front of him. Lizzie it was just I, amazing how many rolls he was failing that evening. Well, Lizzie and I have been telling him to stop using the uh, Sherbert dice, but he refuses to listen, so... <laughs> I mean, I took my dice out of the kangaroo scrow and they started rolling moderately better. But they're really temperamental, because I noticed if I rolled them on a table that I got bad rolls. But when I rolled them in a roll tray, then they started rolling better. Well, see, now you have a roll tray thanks to our Christmas exchange. I do. Keep your dice in the roll tray, both sets. Thank you, Lord Dragon. <laughs> you know, where is your dice set? Uh, my dice set is at home. Okay. Which is fair, we've got other RL crap going on today. Yeah, well, no, I've, I've I'm trying to figure out who left that set on my uh, shelf there. I'm thinking it might be the jiggly one. I'm still, yeah. Die. It'll get Just, figured. I don't know where I'm going to put my chainsaw when I roleplay now. <laughs> the chair isn't wide enough for both of us to sit here. <laughs> you sit it in your lap like a stripper, man. That's right. Strip my chainsaw. <laughs> I just need to go out and get like some stickers that are wildly inappropriate to slap on it now, like skulls and shit. <laughs> I can get you a Kekistan flag. I mean, it's a damn shame that... um. Fucking... You should get some etchy girl stickers. No, hot Topic went all fucking commercial and shit, because they used to have some, like, really surly stickers there. And it'd be funny to yeah. slap one on the side of my chainsaw right now that says, Pro-Death. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know what? Actually, what would be better is to get one on there that says, Pro-Choice. Pro-Choice. <laughs> Just put oh, wait, a pro wait. Pro-Choice sticker on the side of my chainsaw. And then right next to that, you put another sticker that says, I self-identify as a coat hanger. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. Well, my apartment now is a chainsaw sanctuary. Hello. <laughs> and coat hanger sanctuary. It was fucking priceless to watch your face light up with that. I. Yeah. Beyond unexpected. I've been asking for a chainsaw for the better part of a decade. They're like, what do you want for Christmas? A chainsaw. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> Except for this year. Now I have a chainsaw. That he got for Christmas, ostensibly. It is bad enough that when I'm talking about other accoutrements I own, very legally, mind you, that people at work are afraid that I'm going to go, like, all fucking Columbine. I can just imagine, after Columbine. Christmas break, I'm going to go back into work, and they're going to be like, well, how was your Christmas? I'm like, I got a chainsaw! And they'll be like, 
Call the cops! <laughs> you should totally solder it to the underside of the 308. <laughs> that will make my gun a little front heavy. Tools. It will. Yeah. But it'll look cool. That would be a terrible thing to do to both of those tools, though. Oh, that's true. One, you wouldn't be able to aim worth a damn, and two, like... You're probably you're half as likely to shoot from no, the chainsaw. No, no, no. What I'm going to do? What I'm, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, chainsaw bayonet is a cool idea. Chainsaw bayonet is a cool idea, but I know exactly what I'm going to do with that chainsaw. Huh. I'm going to go down to Fred Meyer, and I'm going to buy some uh, probably one quarter uh, thickness steel chain, about twenty feet of it. Yeah. And then reenact God of War. <laughs> <laughs> just mount the chain to one of the chainsaws just start swinging that motherfucker around all God of War style <laughs> Zeus ain't got nothing on this bitch <laughs> I got gas powered chain blades <laughs> I can picture you doing that way too easily well you know right? since I think we've hit a good point with how to survive a hiatus let's yeah. talk about a good thing to do when you do get back together like we just had a gift exchange yeah. uh, for Christmas so like let, let's go over a few of the things and how awesome those are because, I mean, we've got Chainsaw Boy over here. <laughs> uh, well, when, when, when a hiatus is over, my uh, typical norm that I've defaulted to for years on end, uh, as the elder here, is I will make a personal note. Even if I'm not excited about the game, you know, because scheduling or whatever, or I'm, I get distracted and I'm like, it's double XP weekend or some shit. Yeah. I will still try to make the first game of coming back from the hiatus very much like the first game that we sat down and play. I will stand up behind the game table as much as possible. I will be as animated as possible. I'll be like, let's do this shit, people. Mm -hmm. You know, because as the game master, you are also the cheerleader. Yeah. You know, people yeah. are excited to be back, but if the game master doesn't look excited, then the uh, break time just doesn't feel right when you come back. Yeah, you know, the, I mean, the GM's there to set the tone. The GM needs to set the tone, so when people come back to the game table after a few weeks or several months... Yeah. It is my job as GM to stand up behind the table and be like, all right, it's been too long. Let's just, come on, guys, let's do this shit. This is what you were doing. What was your character doing? I forgot. Sorry. And your character, I remember what you were doing. So we're going to get right back into that immediately as soon as I get fully caught up. And just, bam, into it. Full of energy. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Chug a couple energy drinks and get right into it. Yeah. Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel. Please sponsor us. Uh, no, I'm... I don't want any Gamer Fuel. Sorry. And... Um, also, if they do ask to sponsor us, there another one that I'd say no is Balls, because they ruined Fallout uh, 2. Mm. So, Balls can eat a dick. Something I don't know. Like I know, right? Th that was some uh, Darth Blasphemous uh, Lipton Tea ASMR. <laughs> I really like how that looks on the monitor. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Pornhub. Yeah. Hey, they actually have money. Come on. Yeah, and they're you know somewhat forward thinking. I don't know. One of the things I hey, love we'll about Pornhub we'll and like, that's one of the things too yeah. is um, yeah. One of the things I love about Pornhub is one of the things. No, one of the things I love about Pornhub is their sense of humor. Mm -hmm. No, you like uh, some of the videos. They'll be like you know. Uh, White man gets uh, fucked by preteens. Uh-huh. You know, and you'd be like, what the fuck? And then you click on it, and there's like Bernie Sanders and a bunch of protesters yelling at him. <laughs> so they'll, they'll, they'll put it like a, a fucking title on there, and it'll be like, what the fuck? This preteens, that's illegal. And then you click on it, and it's like, oh, ha-ha, they're making a political joke. Yeah. You know? That's uh, but that's also one of the things that you've got to uh, really worry about, too, after hiatus. And it's very common in your normal game. And we do it a lot on the podcast, even. It's digressions. <laughs> and when people first come back, you know, especially the longer they haven't seen each other, and the more they gel together, the more chance you're going to have that the first two hours, maybe three, ain't in some be... cases, the entire game session, ain't going to matter for shit. Well, maybe uh, just uh, schedule a little longer session. I mean, A, it is going to be the first one back after a while. So maybe just take an hour or two to bullshit. Yeah, schedule an hour earlier. Well, with our game group, our last couple sessions have been 12 hours plus. Yeah. Okay, you got me on that one. Yeah, we got no paper towels. God damn it. Yes, god damn it. <laughs> I don't have a shirt to throw on it this time. Goblin, did you want to go on the carpet? stuff in here? 
What do you mean stuff? Uh, sure, if there's a shirt in there, I think I took them all out. There you go. Use that. We Hold just on. had a recording accident. Don't worry about it. You can't see it. You're just listening. Uh, it's another twenty bucks off the deposit. <laughs> We're not getting our deposit back. I don't know. They like me. <clears throat> uh, I get to step on Darth Blasphemous's stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm wearing my shoes even. <laughs> oh yeah, stepping on your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> was nowhere feet was a thing you were into hey we've talked about everything else today why don't we talk about t-shirt crush porn <laughs> well so one of the things I was want to talk about is like we just did the gift exchange right like it hasn't been that long that we've been apart it's been oh, no, about a pee. month <laughs> oh, I should ramp this up to water sports But, you know, maybe that would be a good thing if you're getting your group back together after a hiatus of any uh, significant length of time. Yeah. Do something that's a little more team building, right? Sure. Ah, trust falls. I hate those. Well, no, I'm talking more like, be like, hey, we're getting back together. We're going to game a bit longer. Everybody, like, potluck. We're going to do food. Hell, we just got each other gifts. I got you a joke gift just because I know how much you rail against the character. Yes, I love my waifu. Uh, It is a Rose Tico six-inch action figure. It's a doll. I, uh, are you sure it's six inches? Because I've heard that men have troubles measuring uh, anything in the vicinity of six oh, inches. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it's one foot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this thing. It's, it's about, great. About six inches around. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's then... not the length of the action figure. It's the girth. <laughs> and then, like, with Can I see your action figure? Yeah, sure. Here cool. you go. Um, what the... What the fuck? Okay, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. I am most sorry. I am now looking at Moniker's Rose Tico action figure, and she is holding that weapon completely improperly on the back picture. That is a great way to fuck up your wrist. You never fire a fully automatic uh, firearm holding it with the butt sitting over your elbow. That is an improper way to fire any kind of firearm. I'm sorry, except for maybe an AA-12. <laughs> because, well, those things have almost no fucking recoil. But what is fucking with me the most about your in-action figure <laughs> is the fact that she comes with a dildo. Look at that. Look at that. Take a look at your action figure. What is that small little thing that she has? Her taser. Oh, it's a taser? So it vibrates, is what you're saying. It looks like an alien probing device. Like, she's going to go out and anally probe Finn with it. Hmm. You know, take me to your leader. What the hell? You know, that's what it looks <laughs> like she's got. That's an Area 54 Rose Tico. <laughs> so, yeah, and then Kaz over here went and got him, uh, well, we both got him dragons. Dragons! Proper price! Well, it was either that or buy the uh, copy of Kittens in a Blender. Yeah. Kittens in a Blender. Yeah, I thought about it. Ooh, he seems to be a real cat guy. Kitten in a Blender is a fun game. See? But then, I realized that he's got no time on his hands with work schedule and gaming schedule and all that shit. So why don't I give him something that's going to take at least 20 hours to paint? <laughs> but he doesn't paint. Exactly! He does now! Hey, just like my mom told me when I first started smoking, you're never too young to start. We got some more spicy memes being shared around the table. Spicy memes going around the table. These are very festive and holiday. Uh, yeah, for team building, though, all I can say is that the GM is the cheerleader for the group. <laughs> that's that's great. And oh yeah, I oh, see yeah, that yeah. One. the memes. There they go. But yeah, I mean, that's, uh, a, that's a big thing. Potlucking, everyone bringing food, you know, sitting down for about an hour before game just to catch up and bullshit, get that out of the way. Yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you enjoyed those cookies. I was trying to distract myself with Rose Tico's anal probing device with your new holiday gift, but it doesn't work with me because I am the laziest motherfucker when it comes to potlucking. Mm-hmm. The GM says, hey, everybody, bring food. Number one, I don't really often like other people's cooking. I could, yeah, it's probably from something growing up, but, you know, when people put potatoes inside of tacos, it just pisses me off. And Same I hate, here. I hate seafood. Who do people know that put 
potatoes inside of tacos. What do you mean by you people? And yes, I do know people who put uh, diced... Um, they they do it as a filler, so they don't have to have as much meat or other things. Yeah, it's the, a filler. The, I mean, they damn bulking it out. They, they, there's damn, so many other fillers for tacos that isn't meat. It's called vegetables. Ooh, potatoes are a vegetable, but anyways, they do they it. They they basically shirt. put uh, corned beef hash in a freaking taco shell. That's what they're doing, basically. Uh, but I am the laziest motherfucker when it comes to that, you know, because like I said, I don't like other people's cooking for the most part. I despise seafood. There's very few seafoods. I'm a picky eater when it comes to seafood. I admit it. And then you have the one person who brings the food that I do not want to touch, just out of principle. With a 39 and a half of pole. <clears throat> well, even before I started on my new eating habits, I'm not a big carno, fan of... Carno, Carno, Carno. I'm not a big fan of donuts. Anything that's overly sugary drives me bonkers. Because my teeth are like, and, like, the nerves start rattling, and I'm like, ibuprofen! <laughs> so, like, overly sugary sweet foods. And there's always that one person who brings a giant tray of over-sweets, and you're like, I can't touch any of that. And then finally, when you do give in, you're like, pain! So usually, like, somebody says, oh, yeah, we're having a uh, potluck. I am the asshole who, who will show up with a bag of tortilla chips and ranch dip. How is that making you an asshole? I love the uh, right. chips and uh, range dip guy. But you could always be the hero of the party to remember to bring paper plates and disposable utensils. That's true. I did that at work. We we did um uh workplace organized potlucks. It wasn't our bosses who did it. It was actually us on the floor. And again, I am an asshole. They're like, oh, we're having a potluck. What are you bringing? I'm like, oh, I'll bring some paper plates and uh, some cutlery. I bought the shit down at the local corner market, dollar store special, because that's how much I respect my uh, co-workers. <laughs> and then they have the potluck, and they're like breaking out all the food. I walk right over to the vending machine, buy whatever I'm going to eat out of the vending machine, walk over to where I'm having a potluck, and just casually toss the fucking shit on the table that I bought for the potluck, and walk out the door. <laughs> <clears throat> but for those who do enjoy potlucks, I can see your point. Well, just some sort of team building thing. It's like, hey, let's all get together. We're going to watch an episode of this show or watch part of this movie before we get to game. You know, of inspiration. Course, I would be super excited if we had a Filipino player and they brought those little fucking noodles. Oh, yeah, those are good. I, dude, oh my God. I went to a Filipino funeral and I was like, okay, it's going to be all morose. It's going to be like any other funeral I went to. And yes, there was people crying and shit. And then I go into the, like where they're eating and they're like, have some food. And I look over the table. I'm like, holy fuck. And I, I sampled a little bit of everything, and I walked back, and I, one of the gals sitting there, and she's like, oh, did you enjoy the food? And I'm like, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's rude for me to ask, but can I have seconds? She's like, of course. So I take some of those little noodles that I like out of the bowl, and she's like, have more. And I'm like, take more? And she's like, have more. Have more. And I'm like, yes! I love funerals! <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like lumpia? If you like Filipino food? Uh, you know their egg rolls? Kind of. I much prefer actually going for Chinese, getting, uh, was it, uh, bao, the oh, yeah, spice pork balls. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do love some good bao. Although, speaking of what some things, like, when we're talking about food and whatever, and it's yeah. the fact that we don't have a Filipino to bring me food yet, um... We'll be taking applications oh, on the website. Yeah, we'll take applications, dude. Just bring me one Filipino, I'll be happy. <laughs> um, she can be ugly, I don't care. She can be ugly. I'm lonely. <laughs> Pornhub, please sponsor us. Anyway, um, do you get back on point? Mm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about those noodles, dude. Um, sure, noodles. Well, one noodle, one Filipina. Maybe like Goblin does Dallas, whatever. <laughs> I actually got one of my uh, Filipino bros uh, the other day, actually, because of my new uh, dietary habits. I mentioned, you know, what I like to do with tuna fish, and it's really weird. I know this is going to gross our listeners out if they pay attention, but I'll take the tuna juice out and empty it into a, a like a cup on the side. No, don't say it. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, don't say yes. it. <laughs> Before I put the tuna meat itself into like whatever I'm going to be eating with that, but the tuna juice does not get poured down the sink. <laughs> Moniker over there, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. No. Now, now here's the fun part. 
one of my Filipino bros, he goes on and on and on about how delicious Balut is. Okay. Yeah. Alright. For those who know what Balut is, I am sorry. It is uh, gross, it is foul, it is disgusting, and he talks about this shit all the time. In fact, he, he'll buy something and just take it home and eat it after work. And I'm like, God, that's foul. I told him about my um, desires of foodstuffs with canned tuna. Yeah. And he looks at me like I am the most foul motherfucker on the planet. I'm like, dude, you you eat baby ducks. Shut up. And he's like, but you're grosser. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put aside the grammatical state st- structure of that statement. <laughs> just, just aside. It's hard to do. I know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, when you have a hiatus, doing something like that, a, a gift exchange, or hey, you know, I, yeah. fucking something like that, something to get everyone back in the groove, you know. Get them in the groove. You know, on a side note, just quickly, back to the bottle thing, do you guys like crepes? Yeah. Crepes I'm alright right with crepes. Okay. They're a bit crepey. <laughs> Because I just learned how to make crepes, and I should make you guys some crepes sometime. Oh, oh God, yes. Very good. filled crepes are the fucking tits. <sighs> That's going to have to be during a cheat day, dude. Okay. Uh, I know what I need to do Because that Tuesday, is a lot dude. of carbs. <laughs> I am making tamales on Tuesday. Fun. Nice. Oh, it's been too long since I've made tamales. I already have your giant cook pot, so I'm going to bring that back in. Anyway. I, I know. I was just thinking, you know, that I'm going to have to fight you because... I've got three packs of taco seasoning and some salad making supplies in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, so. But at least at the Korean store down at the market, uh, Miss Kim, she laughs her ass off nowadays. She's actually in on the joke. I'll grab like a couple chubs of uh, hamburger meat. Yeah. And I'll be walking up to the counter and she's like, oh, what flavor of salad are you having? <laughs> and I'm like, well, this nice. salad is going to have a little bit of garlic with it, and this salad is going to have some uh, hot sauce with it. <laughs> Good choices. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, so we're coming up to the end here, uh, even with our bloop. Uh, so, yeah, bloop. Any final thoughts on how to survive a long hiatus? Any tips, tricks, final words? I think I pretty much said everything I can say on the topic of keeping your players involved as much as possible. Uh, whether it's through social media or sidebar games. So, after hiatus, just uh, like anything else, though, try to stay in the rhythm. You know, if you're normally a weekly player or a bi-weekly player or once-a-month player, try to get back into the uh, rhythm you had established previously. Okay. It'll really help out with, you know, keeping your uh, group on pace because after hiatus... One of the things that does uh, make a group fall apart is you guys get back together, you're normally weekly players, but then you start you know, calling this week off or that week off uh, pretty much discriminately, and it kind of screws up the scheduling for everyone and can be the end of your game post-hiatus. Yeah, yeah so, you can certainly lose groups that way. Yeah, so that's my final thoughts on the subject. Um, right on. I think, you know... We've discussed fantastic ideas with regards to social media, with regards to um, keeping your players active, dropping the big hook, either the fuck you hook or the side, hey, sucker punch, you know, and bringing those to the to the fore is actually really good, I think. How do you feel, Skank? Like a little fucking worm on a big fucking hook. Sorry, there's a movie reference. But yeah, I think that's those are those are pretty key things, and you know any GM that's capable of leading up to something like that and handling it in such a way that your players never stop thinking about it, you're doing it right. Uh, yeah. I mean, after everything that's been said, I don't think I really have anything to add myself. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. <laughs> Alright, my final thoughts are just keep in communication, get a Facebook page or a Discord server specifically for that, and just keep in touch. Yeah. We are hypnotized by some macarons that were on the screen right I'm getting now. hungry and I gotta go to work. Alright, so we will catch you all in the new year, and new have decade. a merry Woo. one. Oh, uh, I actually do have one quick thing, uh, unrelated, but um, this is a long time coming. Uh, shout out to an uh, old friend of mine, Olive Hobbits, on Twitch. She, uh, you know, just does video game Let's Plays, and she's a uh, 
great person, a great commentator, and a lot of fun on her channel. So go check her out at All of Hobbits. Did she pay for that sponsorship? What's that? No, she doesn't, but you know she... Now uh, she owes us. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> promoted some of my uh, orcs that I've posted online, so... Okay, fair yeah. enough. I didn't even ask her to do that. She just did it at for being a cool person. Okay, so. fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Right, well, fair this enough. is Darth Blasphemous signing off. Hail to the dark side. Game Goblin, one to beam up. Kazorkan, <laughs> back to the skies. Moniker signing off last time of 2019, end of this decade. Goodbye. Fuck 13 Reasons Why I Hate That Show. Hate it!